Welcome to Draw One Last Breath Horror Podcast. My name's Matt. I'm Butch. And I'm Jolly Paul. On this week's episode, we have been to the cinema to watch Megan. In our Something to Scream About, we are going to be talking about robots stroke AIs in horror movies. And from our movie from the vault, we have Paul, Jolly Paul, picked out of the bag. Intruder. How's it going? I am going to intrude on your life. Mr. I think Steve. you already have. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too much. <laughs> wow, let's get this let's get this fucking on the go, mate. Let right. I will start. <laughs> oh fucking hell, there's a fucking slide. <laughs> sit back sit back and relax. What Paul Butcher has been watching. I mean not a new too podcast. Much. Not too much actually. Okay, I started a new T V series um on Apple Apple TV. We've got it on for a three month trial. Um and we sit down and watching the M Night Shamanam um T V series with uh, Rupert Grint um among a plethora of others. Uh it's called Servant and it's about like this family go through like a tragedy with a with a baby, um, where they lose the baby and it's so traumatic for the mother that they have to do therapy with like a, a fake baby doll. And they hire a nanny to look after the fake baby. Um, and it gets even more fucked up from there, basically. It's it's really dark, um, eerie, mysterious, kind of culty, as well as like some kind of, of witch witch stuff's happening. He's like a the guy it's the guy from Dead Man's Shoes, I can't remember his name. Uh, the um autistic brother. Um George Cabell. Yeah, he's fucking awesome. Oh, he's in it. Yeah, oh, I like him. Yeah, he's yeah, good. Yeah. Yeah, he's 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 incredible, um, and it, it explains why Rupert Grint's in the upcoming knock, you know, knock at the cabin door sort of as well because he's working from him. But it's got like four seasons out or something, or three, four seasons. So we're like plowing through it. We just watched two, um, we're on to the first season. But it just gets more and more confusing as you as it goes on. Um, Let me get this right: it's four seasons about a baby that's actually a doll. Name four Jericho. seasons. Uh, it's mainly about this kind of cult that surrounds Leanne right. the okay. um the, the the person they come to sort of look after because the dot it doesn't stay a doll for long all right okay. it's, Spoilers. it's, it's <laughs> fucking, but it's so fucked up you don't know which way to turn and there's some really questionable people from the cult that sort of enter in and sort of try and uh, intrude on their lives at the same time it's fucking bonkers man and Rupert Grint is fantastic in it um it's fucking really good so yeah um, what there any spells spells no nah, it's yeah. more like <sighs> guardian leviosa uh it's not that shit but there is some fucking <laughs> like um possibly like some voodoo some witchcraft like and stuff magic. like that so servant on apple tv this is weird because i didn't really ever want to watch apple tv but it's actually got some good shit on there like the morning show ted lasso and stuff like that so it's not it's not that bad um I watched that. Right, this is the most weirdest thing I've seen in a, a long since Sallow, um, and I, I I wanted it to be real, and it really pissed me off in the end. Um, has anyone seen this Antrim that's been like sort of around since 2018? I've seen it on Shudder just for the artwork. The yeah, artwork it's cool. on Amazon Prime at the moment. They bought it, and it's it's Antrim, and it's called the deadliest film ever made, and it's about these brother and sister. Um, it's supposed to be a movie that's like. Uh, made in the 70s that like whenever you watch it you die 
So and I was like, what work this? <laughs> and I was like, okay, I'm gonna watch this. And I was like, this is cool. What a cool idea. And it starts off with like a little documentary about the movie, about like what happened and all this sort of stuff. And then I'm like, as soon as the movie popped in, and it's the movie's about an hour and ten. And it's a pretty fucking harrowing movie, really kind of really like sort of real sensory deprivation, um, sort of horror horror of the mind more than anything else, I guess. And I was like, this can't be real. And so I read a little bit on it. <laughs> and I was sadly disappointed that it wasn't an actual movie from the 70s. It was like a mockumentary, then a movie. It was it was it was really weird. And I, I don't mind spoiling that, I just, but because it's kind of naff in the end because I, I think I expected this one if it was going to be good it would we'd have heard about it and then that you'd have gone oh there's this fucked up movie called Antrim it's everyone fucking dies and I'm like mm, okay why haven't I heard about this then so there you go watch it if you dare it's, it's, it's fucking weird because it gives you about 30 seconds to get to basically turn it off so after the mockumentary, it sort of does a countdown of this like speech and stuff like that, saying if you don't want to watch this, then turn it off now. Did, sort of did you did you feel like you wanted to? Were you scared? I didn't know that it wasn't sort of real. Spoilers. Again. Did you get your missus to watch it first? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Antrim. There we go. But you know, the movie itself was, and I kind of like the idea. I just wished it had been like I didn't. I wish that I'd heard about it on the grapevine, I suppose. What was that movie um, that um, we won't watch? Because they were saying if you watch it, you let a demon into your house or something. De- demon oh, House? Demon oh, yeah, house. Demon House. I won't watch that because I feel that it's got a little I'm bit more. Scared. <laughs> yeah, well, I feel it's got a bit more to it than this one. This is like Demon House, but. I just won't watch it. I'll watch it around your house, but I don't watch it in my house. <laughs> well, this Antrim, the idea is concept's pretty interesting. Like the dog dies and they basically go out into the woods and camp and trying to dig um a hole dig a hole to hell that's that's the sort of concept of the movie and it's pretty fucked up the movie itself is yeah quite interesting and really is kind of horror of the mind sort of thing there we go that's my that's me go on and geordie paul what you got what you've been up to well i've watched quite a bit to be honest <laughs> Get the piss out of butch but uh so i watched the menu which the only thing I'm good about is I didn't watch it when I first came out because yeah, same. Uh, I, I watched it as well. It would have slotted straight into my top 10 films of last year. I thought it was it's amazing. Magnificent, wasn't it? Magnificent. Start finish. Unbelievable. Yeah. I'd look, I tell you what, if I was an actor at this moment in time, I would definitely be have the same agent as Anna Taylor-Joy. Because, <laughs> oh my God, has she been in anything shit yet? They'd, they'd be taking a big old cut, wouldn't they, from her packet? I'm like Jesus, but she's she just seems to whether she picks the projects or the pick her or whatever she just Hot property, it's pretty much mate. guaranteed that's going to be a decent decent at least a decent film or if not something amazing when she's in it. So yeah, and uh, I'll yeah. I will watch anything with her in at the moment. I haven't watched Emma yet because, but like I watched the Thoroughbreds, which is like a tr- another thriller sort of weird and stuff, and she's in that, and that's worth a watch. But the yeah, menu was just it was funny. And it was, it was funny. Yeah, tense. it was when I mean, you spend the whole film trying to work out what it is. Is it a horror? Is it a funny? Is it a thriller? What? What is it? A drama? I, yeah, it was brilliant. Just kept on the tours all the way through, and it, in fact, it was all of them things all at once. It was great. Glad you boys like that. Uh, I watched. I was up. Re- I couldn't sleep one night, so it was. This was on film four. It was called Pledge, um, and it's from 2018. 
just looks like a directed TV film about uh, a couple of stu- college students in America who they're, they're like geeky nerds and they want to fit in. Then they they go to this sorority house and then like they're, they're like turning to pledges and they've got to do like random shit. But the people in this house may or may not be actual college students. And uh, yeah, pretty much paid by numbers. It gets a bit culty and stuff like that. But it was all right. It wasn't great, but it's on Letterboxd if you if you want to check it out. But yeah, that was all right. Uh, I watched, I caught this actually last night before I went to bed. Uh, Zombieland. Give it another watch. Love it. Lovely. Quite before, but love it. Anything with Woody Harrison in really, and Emma Stone is bit in it. But yeah, um, I, I've seen. I, I couldn't remember if I watched this before, but again, it was just on the TV. So I watched Forty Seven Meters Down, the first the shark one. film. First one. Yeah, yeah, so the first one. So yeah, watch that. It's alright, isn't it? I quite liked it. Yeah, uh, yeah, good, it's good shark it's, movie. Yeah, pretty low budget, but what they sort of do well with what they've got on the little at the end. I quite like the ending, so mm. the ending was a bit ballsy, even though it was ripped straight from the descent. But anyway, you know, that's fine. But um, <laughs> did yeah. we review the second one? Yes, we did. You didn't guys we? did, yeah. but I, yeah, I didn't. So um, yeah, so that was that. And then I finished uh, Willow, which I, I loved. Up. Not quite, quite there yet. Uh, do you know what? I know Matt was saying it's getting loads of shit and loads of and yeah. I, do you know what? probably agree that the acting's not great and there's probably a bit too much exposition in it and they're trying to fit some stuff in but uh, I don't know I just fell in love with that I thought it was great I thought it was really funny as well um, and like I love Warwick Davis so fuck you haters more Willow please hopefully series two comes along and maybe, then uh, I'm surprised Butcher didn't mention it so I'm going to get in there before Matt does uh, obviously watch the first episode of The Last of Us oh, you bastard I haven't got HBO and uh, Sky or anything like that at the moment down to you and me Mr Mr. Jory Paul. Well, I will be buying it again for a couple of months just to watch when Succession comes out. And yeah. then I'll watch that and I'll watch Chucky and I'll watch Yellow Jackets and then I'll watch, uh, yeah, I'll watch the, I'll watch The Last of Us then. So it's going to be well, a couple of months. So Matt's going to mention it. So I'm not going to talk about it. I'll, I'll, I'll agree when he, whatever he says about it. So, um, and that was me this week. Nice, nice one. Yeah, Last of Us was, um, I thought it was amazing. I've Just not played it. the game. I've heard the gamers think it's really good, first episode. But the first episode is about an hour and a half. Whoa. Yeah, it was like, an hour and a half, it was. It's a movie, isn't it, really? Um, but I was really, really impressed. And I, I, I love the fact that it's weekly as well, just so it just gives me time to just digest the episode and then next week, new episode. So that that's quite good, but yeah. Oh, well. do you know what? Now I want to fucking just do it. It's it's very good, Paul. It's gonna it's right up your street as well. It is. It's mm. very well acted, very well shot, very I've, well. I've watched people play the game, and I and I think the game's immense. Surprise! Well, uh, it's surprising how much like it different it is to like. I was like, oh, it's gonna be another kind of one of those films, but it's it's not. Yeah, I think there's there's really positive sort of reviews coming out of the gaming community. I think they really like the the I think some of the shots have been lifted directly from the game. I've seen a couple of little like videos yeah, which are comparing it. So I think it's appreciated, but it's done really well. It's not done for fan service. I think it's just done shot very well. Um yeah. Can they can they just go off and like hunt a deer for a for a whole episode? <laughs> I might do. Pretty, <laughs> I pretty much watched my brother. I might like, do, but it probably won't do very well if they do. 
I watched my brother for a fucking like about an hour, just like trying to no, chase right. a deer down with a bow and arrow. <laughs> fucking crazy stuff. Fun All times. Right. Cool, cool. Lots of fun then. Last of Us. Sank, you know, there's some servant. There's some good horror. Yellow jackets. There's some good fucking TV series out there at the moment, which is great. Great to see. And I reckon The Last of Us is. We won't see the last of it. <laughs> there you go. Mm. Um, right. Should we I'm get on? I've not finished yet. Oh, sorry. Fucking rude bastard. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect you to watch on a fast, think, to be honest. Yeah, it just assumes that you had like an hour and a <laughs> half there all week. That's it. I've already been done. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, one, one episode of Last of Us. Oh, and the menu. Yeah, I watched the menu as well. No, I watched another, not, not out and out horror, but. I watched possibly one of the best movies I've watched in about probably like five years called just simply called RRR. You heard about this one, Jory Paul? Oh. It's, it's basically on Netflix. Um, it's batshit fucking crazy. Um, I don't want to say anything about it, but it's, it's just brilliant. You've got to have three and a half hours worth of time or something like that. Three hours. I need more. Minutes. I need more to, 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 I, I, I stuck it on the other day I need more What? You, you what need to I... watch it in one sitting You can't just watch it in little bits You need to watch the whole fucking thing Big screen TV, turn the surround sound on Fucking loved it If I'd seen that last year It would have been in my top fucking five mate Fucking oh. amazing Okay And it's, a, like, it's Hindi and all that sort of stuff as well It so is it's... a Hindi movie yeah Okay, so, uh, so I guess we can watch it with subtitles. You can if you're a uncult- an uncultured swine, yes. <laughs> well, you didn't watch it with subtitles? <laughs> yeah, Matt's fluent in Hindi, do you not know? <laughs> yeah, do you not know that? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I, no, I thought you said dubbed, Can you can watch it in dubbed. Oh, no, 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 I, I wanted to watch it. I watched it. it in the original language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So there's bits of English in it anyway. Like. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, Okay. But if you if you don't like it, then you're what era? What era is it set in? Uh, it's not real. It's it's all made up, so it's not it's not really real. It's it's a, a entirely fictional like story. So okay. it's it's kind of set in the times that the the British Empire would have been in India, but it's not it's not a a story that's true. There's fi- like certain things in it that you know. Uh, uh, that are time sensitive I'd say but um, it's, it's a completely crazy story that's unreal you just what? got to leave your inhibitions you've got to just leave everything at the door what and drove just go you, and watch it for what, it what drove you to watch it because I heard Empire talk about it and they were like okay. saying it's one of the best movies they've seen it's the, the most expensive Bollywood because it's not a Bollywood movie but it's the most expensive film made in Bollywood of all time the budget is insane. When I thought it was finished, it still had an hour left. And I was like, fuck, that's like, I thought that was the ending. And that's not because it's boring. It's because I thought that was the end scene. And it's okay. like, what? This is going uh, to carry on. I've just looked at the Netflix like blurb and it said it was downloaded 47 million times in the first month. Yeah. That's it's fucking, fucking insane. Crazy, like man. directors have come out and like praised it and said like, it's just phenomenal. It's just okay. insane give that a go their film industry just gets better and better so i'm i'm for it i, I will get down and watch it 
three hours and fucking god knows how long. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather right. watch three hours of that than Avatar, though, so fucking get there. There we go. Anyway. I'm finished now. Okay. <laughs> right, let's get on to some fucking news, then. All right, who's got some? I ain't got any. There's some, there's some a big big news that came out in the last this week around um, Scream Six new poster. The poster looks fucking amazing. The new full trailer because um, I know we had a teaser earlier on. The, the, I watched the trailer and I have to say I am gonna shoot myself in the face, but I, I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so, oh oh. No right. It's only coming out. Expectations. It's coming out in March. I've got expectations now. It sucks, but the trailer really did did do did me did very well. So um yeah. Um that I think that's out in March. So quite quickly we will find out if the trailer's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I watched that and um obviously we're reviewing Megan and already we're getting a Megan two point zero, so that's already been lined up for a trailer for a for a sequel in 2025 so we get that in a couple of years there we go so that's pretty much my news i i think apart from like there's a new shark movie that you mentioned i'll, I'll probably leave that for you geordie paul <laughs> i just saw egyptian shark film and i thought that, that's right up your street <laughs> um well just for me there's just a couple of bits uh Maxine, so Mia Goth came out in an interview and said that uh, it's the best um, one of the three. It's the most cinematic of one of the th- of the three. So um, prepare to be impressed by that. So that's coming later in this year. Well, so it'd be nice, year, watch, but... be nice to watch Pearl first, wouldn't it? You know. Well, yeah. Um, okay. And then oh, this is trailers for Skinnerink and Outwaters. We Skinnerink has caught my attention. And it's it's that trailer's fucking weird. It's yeah. so weird, and like it's it got a cinema release, and it made bank. It's like um, it's made a million dollars for such a for like a movie that's like shot on a budget of pretty much nothing. And in it was it compared it to Terrifier two, which um, which did like end up doing like twelve point eight million Terrifier two. Wow. Um, I know, right? So it's sort of got getting a bit of legs. It's like and it's a found footage movie. They're the they're the scariest in my opinion. So that's in my humble opinion. So yeah, that one is due out on Shudder on February second. Don't know if that's the UK Shudder or the US Shudder. We will find out, and then we will watch it and maybe die. So cool. And then the last bit was just some breaking news. Breaking news. Um, did you hear about Julian Sands? Yes, I did, man. That's fucking crazy. No, nope. so he has gone. The guy from Arachnophobia, yeah, he, who always just freaked me out just from the look of him. But he went hiking in California, and uh, he's one of what fourteen or fifteen people that have gone missing. Oh, is it? I thought he was on his own. No, there's a few. I think a few people dotted around, uh, oh but God. there's been like really harsh weather conditions and stuff. So he's actually missing. So his wife reported missing. So hopefully, fingers crossed, he's found safe and well. But in two days or something, isn't it? Yeah, it was. It wasn't looking too good. So, but fingers crossed. Was this on the back of the snow or something? I, I, I think. Yeah, I think he just he went hiking and he just hasn't come back. So I don't know what I don't know what the score with it is. But the 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 two days searching and the weather's not really helping them. So cocaine bear. So fingers crossed, cocaine bear. Jesus, oh my god. <laughs> 
arachnophobia. Maybe the spider's got him. Who knows? But yeah, so fingers crossed he turns up alive and well. He's in a lot. He's a creepy, like fucking bad guy, wasn't he? But he, he wasn't in arachnophobia. But you kind of associated him with being the bad guy because he's just a yeah. bit swarmy. Bit creepy. Yeah. Cool. So that was all my news. Let's get on with our main review. Katie, you lost your parents. Welcome home. You're my niece. I'm going to do everything I can to make this place feel like home. Just wish I could see them again. I'm not equipped to handle this. I don't even take care of my own plants. I have this project at work. Do you want to see? Yes. Ever since I was little, I dreamed of this perfect toy that would protect a kid from ever feeling lonely or sad. This is Megan. Hi, Megan. I'm Katie. It's nice to meet you, Katie. Do you want to hang out? This episode's main review is uh, Megan. Uh, I'll give you a little synopsis, but it's been sweeping uh, the the theater scene. In the last month, uh, when Gemma suddenly becomes the caretaker of her orphaned eight-year-old niece, Katie, Gemma's unsure and underprepared to be a parent. Under intense pressure at work, Gemma decides to pair her Megan prototype with Katie in an attempt to resolve both problems, a decision that will have unimaginable consequences. There we go. Went to see this last night, so it's fresh. Um, Geordie Paul. Hit me. Well, well, so, yeah, so you get a very quick uh, orphan scene with uh, her, her parents getting wiped out by a snow truck. And then obviously introduced to Gemma, who's the robotics nerd building toys for kids um, for the, from a company called Funky as well, which I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that um, there's like an advert at the beginning for their toy that they produce, which is very just like in, in your face and hilarious and colourful. I mean, the fart and the fart and teddy bears are amazing, by the way. I, I quite want one of them. So I thought they were hilarious. Uh, they've, got them bring, the they've got to bring them out. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. They're um, literally just like um, Furbies, aren't they? Yeah, I mean, I, essentially, it's like she, like you said, she's a robotics nerd and working for a toy company. She gets a, a niece after um, her parents die and Megan comes, enters the scene. And fuck me, she uh, protects her. Protects her mate, shall we say? <laughs> I don't know, lads, for this one. Saw a lot of it on the trailer, didn't we? Yeah, but I wanted more. I wanted more. I thought they played it safe. I know it's going to suffer again from being. We're probably going to talk about studio films again. Of that, we're going to give it. I mean, it was a fifteen over here. I don't know what it was in the UK. Um, but fifteen. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Lord the rating to get bums on seats because I think there was, if you think about the, the deaths and I'm sure we're going into the detail, you didn't see any, you didn't see any real gore. Bit you saw a little butter. bit, a little bit, but there was not, not, it was all sort of off screen or it was all just, uh, subtle sort of. It was very reminiscent of like, of child play one though, really. You didn't really see that much deaths, that many deaths in there. I know, but I think the film suffered from it because I, did, I didn't really fill me with any sort of dread when the doll, the Megan design of the doll, is phenomenal. 
Yeah, that's the one thing because the the practical effects and it looked looked to me all practical, um, and I think even to the point where I think there was an actor that was sort of actress that was playing um, inside Megan. I think. Yeah, um, was, was was, she's a newsy. I I read about it just because I wanted to know. There's, she's a young actor, a dance actor from um, New Zealand who actually played her. And then she was voiced by someone from the Disney Channel. <laughs> okay. That was quite was, a good move. But in that respect, it was just, it was bang on. Like, it was like very Black Mirror um, sort of look and, and feel about it. And if you're going to do that sort of movie, especially with what we've had in the last couple of years, just take it up a notch again. Like you said, like, don't treat us like fucking morons. Like, scare us. Because there were some opportunities that they sort of, I, I thought I was going to get a, an immediate jump scare at the start with the parents dying and they kind of filtered that out almost they sort of you, you sort of like what they're, they're going to get hit by a fucking truck i knew they were going to get hit by a truck but you expect that sort of final destination moment where it just go, it just suddenly comes from fucking nowhere and it would just still made me jump but they kind of filtered it out they kind of just filtered it in even the yeah, crash the, the, wasn't that impressive the sound sort of softened and it sort of really mm. slowed it down so there was no yeah it was like, we're going to crash into you, we're going to kill your parents, but we're going to do it in a nice, nice way. And I thought, like, there wasn't that much sort of, I don't, I don't know, I don't want to say, like, kids in grief for a while, but, like, I just did. I just thought it could have went a bit deeper. I thought the writing was a bit fluffy around her losing her parents, and it was like, oh. And the worst therapist in the bloody world turns up at the start. She's such a cow. Like, oh, well. And yes, she needs to be taught what fucking collectibles are. Do not touch mommy's collectibles. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, Matt, what did you think? Because, I mean, I, I sat, I wasn't sat next to you, but you, you didn't really have your eyes open for all of it, did you? <laughs> oh, no, I fucking fell asleep. I was so bored. So, obviously, this is the first instalment of um, Blumhouse and a uh, bad robot atomic no, atomic, atomic robot, robot. Atomic yeah. robot. sorry big pun atomic robot right. so the first like film that apparently now they've merged um possibly um the first one they brought out so I thought yeah cool give it a try just one of those again isn't it so uh, brilliant marketing fantastic across the board hats off to them everything's in the trailers nothing new all been done yeah, the design of the robot was creepy, although there was an end scene where it was like, that's just a girl in a mask by the end of it. And I think that was shoddy as fuck. Um, yeah, it just it, it could have been more. Um, I thought it was going to go batshit. Like, towards the end, I thought, it's got, there's got to be a scene where it's going to go, like, crazy or... And it just didn't come. And it was just... And it took way, way too long to get into it and set up the story... And I didn't even, like, the little girl that was in it, it's like, she just lost her mum and dad. She didn't seem that upset. Um, and it, it, for, for building up a story that long at the start, because it was a good, I'd say, 35 minutes before it even got into the crux of it. I just, it could it could have been so much more. And yet again, we're fooled by this whole big, massive corporation knows how to market. They probably paid more marketing than they paid for the film. And it worked, and it's fine. But it is just uh, an okay film. It's not the worst film ever, 
but it's an okay film. Yeah, it's more of an okay film, but I kind of I was a bit more engaged with it. I think than you had. I did enjoy it. I do like these like toy movies. I guess I thought again. I like the look of a. I thought the the AI was really really impressive as a movie to watch. But like for, to for, for to you know move my needle a little bit, I need uh, I need more. I need the deaths were weak and it sort of right you remember like Charles play with um Aubrey Plaza they sort of went a little bit placid with that as well I don't know uh, it's, 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 there's better kills than that yeah yeah true I mean there wasn't really like anything like outstanding that you know the most outstanding moment you saw in the fucking movie with the with the kid was it Brandon the snotty nose little fuck that deserved to die and yeah okay he deserved to die maybe maybe he need to die a little bit more horrific than he did which I that thought, one. at one point, I thought, was, you know, the wood scene that you're on about, I thought he was going to do something a bit wrong to the doll when he started, like, taking his <laughs> shoes off. It was I was definitely like, hang a, on, is this the turn? Definitely a suggestion that he was going, because he saw it, then straddles her. Yeah. There was definitely something more sinister going on in that. Whether they liked it or not, it was definitely something. Oh, uh, Like, saying. hitting on it, the fact that he was, like, obviously pretty much fucking unhinged, and the fact that he had to die because... But this is what I'm saying. This is why... Why couldn't you just start fucking killing, like, innocent children? I know that sounds really sinister, but that's what ups the ante for that type of stuff. The best bit of the film was the woods bit, but you're right, we saw it in the trailer. Yeah, because um, that when she's running after him, yeah. that's freaky as fuck, man. And the, the little girl did that in real life. I've seen the outtakes, and she's literally on all, on her back, like, doing the crab fucking thing. It's fucking weird. That was that, creepy, and that's the only fucking bit I thought was creepy that was in the trailer. More of yeah. that, and the same with the dance little scene at the end. They could have done more of that dance, um, but they literally showed us like everything that was in the trailer. They there should have been more creepy like movement. I think they just kind of didn't go um, far Do you know enough. What it needed? Do you know what it needed? Do you know malignant? That's what I thought it was going to be like. Needed that malignant moment. Whereby, like, and they had a perfect opportunity towards the end in the toy factory where the, they've obviously got gathered all the kids for this lunch, and she comes out the lift. She could have just went yeah. psychopath on everybody. <laughs> yeah, and like they, they kept... just that crescendo, like, well, look at me, I am like, I am like shit hot now, or or she'd gone into the factory and they'd already started making them and had an army of Megans that decided to start destroying everybody. Whatever, something you... just completely bonkers. That didn't sit with the like sort of the build up, and then you sort of the, you sort of forgive that all the how long it took to get there because actually the payoff is fucking amazing, but they just didn't do it. And I'd, if you'd have sat there before before going at the cinema and went, guess the plot of this film, right? I'm telling you now, you guess eighty percent of it. You could have drawn a line through, right? This is what's going to happen, then this is going to happen, then this is going to happen, then, and nothing shocking happened. What, like, you do, what you're doing now, though, Paul, is you're, you're, you're making a better movie, which is fantastic. But they are, there is an opportunity that, you know, for real feedback, they were getting a Megan 2. And a lot of this they could perhaps do. They could up it in the in in the sequel. <laughs> the problem is, though, man, right, is that I, I I don't know. Will you get a Megan 2? I don't know if they've announced. Of course you will. Megan yeah, two. they did. I said so they, they, it's yeah. in the diaries, mate. Megan 2.0 is in the diary for 2025. It's already made nice. the money back. Because yeah. they got bums on seats from from trailers, and that's that's what it and that's that's what it's done. So now Doesn't we want it'll be good. That money spent on a fucking proper movie that takes it to another level. And uh, I mean, Char- to me, Charles Play Two was the better movie out of the two. 
the start of the franchise, the Pathway 2 was better, had better kills. I get what you're saying. Moments I get what stuff. you're saying, Paul. If I was a, a like a 15-year-old kid and I'd not seen any Chucky and not seen any other million other AI-type movies and TV shows that have come out, I probably would have been like, oh, ah, that was freaky, man. Like, it's a great gateway yeah. kind of film. It really is. However, me personally, I've seen all that before and it brought nothing new to the table you know, apart from a couple of bits I did like, like the pairing thing and stuff I quite enjoyed. I thought it was quite clever. It was really funny to start with as well. And I thought, oh, yeah, this is quite... I was actually laughing out loud at the start. And I thought, oh, this is going to have some real good humour throughout. But that was it. From mm-hmm. about, technology, yeah. yeah, the whole technology mix with horror has been done and it's done very well. And what you seem to be doing, and we talk about this a lot, and it ain't on purpose, is it? it is like, it is the post sort of Black Mirror um th- thing i suppose we haven't got black mirror really anymore and now that sort of production crew are sort of working out there and doing these little bits um but they're not uh, you know because it's studio they're not allowed to kind of push it that little bit more i think there needs to be something more like upgrade or something like that. you remember that movie um, yeah yeah to sort of like give us that whole technology and horror because it can do it can go it can go so well um and maybe we just need yeah it, i just the, pro, the problem i didn't think it was, i didn't think this was going to be brilliant but i hoped <laughs> yeah because the look of, like i said the, the physical nature and the look of the doll is fantastic yeah. the fact that we've got a girl in there and it, it adds that sort of realness but still there's the like jankiness of the movement and stuff it's weird and it look it, it's genuinely unnerving i just didn't think they did enough without being evil it was literally like you know it just it plodded along and it was like right, i'm going to protect you i'm going to protect you and then well off camera i'm going to protect you i'm not going to show you anything but they'll never do it. they'll never do it for this type of film because they want bums on seats and if they push it too far, it pushes the certificate up, and then these kids go. But what they don't realise is the legacy it creates. So, like, they have the money to do this type of stuff, whereas, like, you talk about Terrifier 2. They didn't have the money, so they've got to, they generate word of mouth. And look what happened with that word of mouth. But why won't a studio think, right, there are more adults on the planet than kids, right? <laughs> so if I generate a word of mouth about this film, with the marketing budget I have, we're on to a winner. And actually, guess what? Everybody will go and see the second one because this one's so good. But they just don't. They want instant cash now, and it's to the detriment of these films. They've got this IP there, which they've created. I mean, I know it's not particularly original, or but what they've created is like with the doll and with how they've made it, it's fantastic. I but, hope that you don't have to get up on your salt box a lot this year, but I don't know. Some, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, really, I really do feel that like some of the some of the the this this dialogue that you've be, you've been spouting for the last five minutes is literally what we were talking about with some of the movies last year, and it's not changed. Smile, um, sort of Halloween. It's it's the same sort of re- you know rhetoric that we're fucking discussing what we're talking about and it's not nothing's moving we're not moving on yeah but the thing is as well what i will touch on it's a really poignant point is what i'm trying to say paul but the whole point is that we 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 had a whole year of it and now i hope we don't get another fucking year of it (laughs) (laughs) we'll keep banging on about it till the change (laughs) back to what you said jordy paul about like you know being a 15 and stuff 
it doesn't matter because it will go to fucking some streaming site and kids will watch it anyway. Exactly. The kids will sneak in to see 18s in the cinema. Yeah. Like, well, they probably won't get in. But the, the thing is, is like they, it will be readily available on any streaming site. And yeah. there is no governor for that apart from a parent that's not very good at parenting their child. But, you know, it's all, you know, like Terrify, there's so many kids. I work with like kids and they said, oh, have you heard about this movie, this Terrifier 2 movie? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and they're like, it is literally the new talking point in the schoolyard. That's good. It is. That's, that, that, that makes me feel really, really good. Um, it is. It's like because they've said, oh, apparently it's the most gory film ever made. And it's like, and they're literally seeking it out. I don't think they're wrong as well. <laughs> and, you know, that more movies need to fucking find that way. But they were find They found an audience and it's made making a bit of bank. It's doing well, but that's down to the marketing. If it um, keeps horror in the cinema, fair play. Yeah, but one for us, you know, one for them, one for us. That's what I want to see. You yeah. know, this is Blumhouse at the cinema. Yeah, what's the next? What's the next Blumhouse? Let's see something else. So, um, but what, they what would do you? It. So they can they, do it. The Invisible yeah. Man was Blumhouse, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And that's fantastic. Yeah. Yep. So Megan 2.0 then. What what would uh, what would you do? Well, she's gone. She's gone all lawnmower man now, isn't she? She's in in the in the grid with our fucking Amazon Echo or whatever it was. Yeah. Right. So, was there any? Was did you stay for after the trailers, Jordy Paul? Because we didn't. We just left. Was there any sting at the end? I waited till the main credits came up and there wasn't anything there, so I don't know if there was. I did wait because like there was only like five of us in the cinema, but the rest sat. So I thought, oh, is yeah. there something? But I just thought they time, might have shown like an army of Megan's already made ready to go or something at the end. There must be something to do with that guy who like copied the files because that just seemed a bit rud- redundant. Yeah, yeah really that was a that. loose plot point, wasn't it? Yeah, so, well, I don't know. There's, there's, there's potential there, and like I want to see like I know what Charles played too was like the they'd use the sort of similar um, doll, haven't they? You doll pieces haven't really got much of that. So, but it's hers is all based on AI. So I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I, pieces, yeah. I want to see, you know, no dog killing. So I don't want to see a dog dying. Don't need that. Hippie, she, well, that was the biggest scare of the film when the dog jumped up at the window. Yeah, agreed. That was it. Jump scare. There you go. <laughs> Done. Cheap. Cheap. But I reckon she should infiltrate that army of farty monsters. <laughs> and they should go on the run because they got little teeth, haven't they? And they could like bite your ankles off. I take that. I take a yeah. little bit. If they don't do it, pra- like if they could do that practical, that'd be easy. Got two years to make I, it. Stop motion. I just think they need to go all out. <laughs> Megan's going fucking on the rage, literally killing adults everywhere, fucking climbing in people's houses, and they just got to fight them off to the death. Like a proper, like they just maybe focus on a little town somewhere. Do it at the toy, the toy convention, mate, the convention center. Done. Yeah, you could, yeah, that's that's and true. And then she takes yeah. over loads of different toys, and then it becomes sort of she assimilates them. They become like the Borg, all right, and then yeah. all the yeah. fucking yeah. You're getting a bit then, silly now, Jordy Paul. Come on, right? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> <now>. I like <laughs> the idea of like a Comic Con or something. Like, like she get they go to unveil it at a Comic Con, and then it just fucking starts killing geeks everywhere. Well, let's let's say because the the get the idea ain't going cameras. anywhere from a from a consumerism perspective. The idea ain't going anywhere. So they've definitely got the um, the tools to kind of relaunch it and try and get rid of all the, and, you know, is it that we've got rid of the bugs? And then, well, they haven't, you haven't. <laughs> Should have learned the first time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll uh, take that trope. That's what we'll probably see. But, okay, cool. So how are we rating this bad boy? Well, well, I'll, uh, I'll go for it. I'm going to yeah. go straight down the middle and give it a five. 
it wasn't the worst film I've ever seen, but it, it did frustrate the hell out of us that I could have been more and I was waiting for more. But um, I, I, five for the design of Megan because I thought it was really good and actually the way they shot that and the way the actress in it. So five out of ten. Yeah, I go, I, I go five. Six for me because it just it just felt I, I really did. I wasn't I know that I was engaged. I did enjoy it. I was kind of proper like watching it and stuff. I wasn't like working away. I did like all the special effects and I liked her a lot. I like the feel, the production, and yeah, it could have done with more. But well, that's good because I've ordered you one for uh, your birthday. Oh, well, you got to spare <laughs> time. Right? I got, I got I the fuckbot version. <laughs> fuckbot, awesome. Favorite fuckbot. Talking about fuckbots. <laughs> uh, yeah, moving on. Yeah, moving on. Let's uh, let's move on to our. Uh, so let's draw one last breath. Uh, five out of ten. Let's move on to our something to scream about. So um, this episode's something to scream about. We've decided to talk about like robots and kind of cyborgs and all that shit in, in movies. Um, yeah. So Geordie Paul, do you want to kick off? Oh, get in. I'll kick off. I bet you I'll pick one that you guys want to talk about. So, um, well, I'm going to go straight in with the daddy of all cyborgs. Um, and I'm going to say Ash from Alien. Oh, okay. So Don't the reason act. I actually quite like it is because obviously the first time you watch Alien, spoilers, and if you haven't watched Alien, what was you doing? Must go and watch it now. Uh, but yeah, so Ash, you're not even really, you don't even know what he is until he sort of goes a bit crazy and uh, they bash him all over the place with metal pipes. So um, yeah, having pornos down his throat. Yeah, he's. Uh, <laughs> uh, you, you still don't really know, and he starts spewing that white, horrible, bloody synthetic blood. Uh, I was always been freaked out by that, and in Aliens when it happens to uh, what's his face, Bishop. 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 Um, but yeah, so and he's just a bastard. <laughs> he's just been programmed by the company to be an absolute bastard. Lance expendable and Lance Henriksen is fucking genius in that. He's just he's perfect. Well, in Aliens, hey, well, he's in both. Oh yeah, he's you only mean, in Aliens. Yeah. Ian Holm. <laughs> oh right. Lose nerd yeah. points. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's Henriksen. <laughs> yeah, Ian Holm. He's just brilliant because he's just so sort of straight laced all the way through the film, and you you think that he's obviously something shady because he wants to investigate it and doesn't want to kill it and stuff. But yeah, wow, I love that scene where he just sort of <laughs> just explodes. The scariest thing about it as well, like I don't know what it is, but his voice when it all goes all kind of robotic and humany, the way they did it was just so yeah. clever. It was like it was just really fucking seedy, horrible. And, and there's that squeal thing, like wee yeah. thing when it, yeah. And obviously, if you're gonna, I'll extend that to AI as well. And mother, mother's a bastard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was my first go. Nice. Um, go, on, go on, Paul Butch. I was going to talk about Lawnmower Man. Oh, been a while since I've seen that one. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I don't know. It one one of my favourite movies and stuff like that. It's a bit of a weird Stephen King jobby, but. It was fucking creepy. He got very into the whole, like, sort of that 80s War Games-esque um, sort of sci-fi. Um, and he, when he became like a cyber god, uh, as it were, it was just, 
really fucking interesting to watch. Um, and it did have that sort of Tron feel to it, which I, again, I don't really like the fucking early Tron, uh, fucking nausea. How dare you? I find it nauseating, that sort of technology. I just think it was just a little bit before being good. Yeah, it can't do me head in. But yeah, um, Lawnmower Man was one of the first I've got his address. <laughs> I sort of watched and I was just like, it fucking creepy, man. There's some real creepy moments in it. Um, and it did have that sort of technique. He was just like putting himself into the, the computer. It, it was um, really, really, really fucking cool sort of thought. And I, I want to go and rewatch it again. With sort yeah, of it pro- it's probably one of them films that you could file under hasn't aged very well. I can imagine it's just going to be like really bad, but I remember watching that. That was a video store rental, definitely. Uh, in my back in my day, watching that uh, good old Pierce Brosnan. Um, but yeah, I remember it really freaking me out. I always remember being really freaked out. You know when he starts to become really intelligent before he even goes in the computer. And yeah. He's just got a, like icy just look on him. Like, yeah, it is quite unnerving. So maybe it is a rewatch. Maybe at some stage that'd be cool. Good shout, Matthew. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm going for like, I think I'm going to go for one of the movies that I absolutely enjoyed. It was Ex Machina and oh. Ava. Because that, that film was just fucking crazy. Just from start to beginning. And, and uh, Alicia Vikander, isn't it right? Yeah. And yeah. Fucking. Two later. Literally like, like her performance is crazy in that film yeah and, and if you look I, if you're talking about synthetic ai and stuff like that, that is how you kind of do it she is yeah. fucking just creepy as balls i mean it's alex gar is it alex garland yeah mm-hmm. yeah and oscar, so, oscar isaacs yeah oscar <laughs> the, Isaac. hor- the horror in that is so subtle as well mm-hmm. i know it's a sci-fi film but there's there's horror in it the way she's manipulates both of them mm-hmm. um to our ultimate goal is amazing it's such a great film real potential for like, awesome ending a sequel and stuff like that real potential which we'll never see but that's which i kind of like i kind of like but you never know never he's doing 20, never. he's doing 28 months later so who knows <laughs> you never know but yeah I, re- that. I remember seeing that in the cinema with you matt it was fucking yeah, yeah it was blew us away didn't it really really cool all uh, right uh next up for me is uh mr roy batty from blade runner oh oh fuck yeah i forgot about that how could i forget about him oh my god just insane. I mean, Blade Runner is one of my favorite ever films. I love it. Yeah. Um, and I know it's not really a horror film, but still. Um, oh my How god! How many formats have you got it on? Uh, it works. How many? I've got yeah. I've got, I've got the director's steel tin thing that came out. I've got a, on Blu-ray. Hang on, you guys, cut? hang on. Which cut? There's about fifty of them. All of them. It's got seven <laughs> versions of the film in it. I've End got the cut, one with the little uh, last the, the cut. car in it. Yeah. <laughs> I've got the Blade Runner 2049 steelbook. Yeah, I love it. It's great. But yeah, he's just so good in it. Rucker Howard, I mean, career defining performance. And he just is mental. But again, just that sort of like horror with not really doing a lot. Just sort of the look of him. He, he, was he the, doesn't look real. <laughs> he was the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. Again, he was the ultimate. He had that. He just had a bad 80s bad guy look to him. Yeah, and the fact is the threat of him and he can just destroy Harrison Ford if he wants to and he just you know pull them out it's just amazing so yeah okay I'll be back 
<laughs> what the fuck is that? An old bit of Terminator. Oh, I thought you were like French or something. I mean, that first Terminator movie, right, um, is more of a horror than fucking like it's like is that kind of like alien versus aliens I again shit myself when i watched that the first time fuck it me it's, that is sci-fi the technology and horror mixed in and the terminator is creepy as hell it's kind of like actiony when it's arnie but it's the fucking final scene when it's like that robot and the red eyes creeping through the fucking relentless yeah it's, it's it will not give up won't it, and the, the technology until to make that movie, you are dead <laughs> it's like way before its time and it's james cameron at his fucking best and it's like fuck all these avatar movies um like that is what we should we want <laughs> get off the fucking blue people just leave the fucking blue people alone right and make a proper fucking movie again do you notice he said uh, avatar not titanic <laughs> <laughs> not talking to you <laughs> werewolf Dan be after him that's his favorite yeah. movie <laughs> <laughs> but you know arnie's great in it as well and there's some fucking great like moments and stuff um you know with him you know the one-liners and arnie being arnie and some of the sort of i need your boots and your motorcycle and your jacket i'm probably the wrong way around but and the wrong film because that's terminator 2 but we'll let you off man <laughs> is it no it's in one i need your clothes your boots and your motorcycles terminator yeah, 2. that's no nah, it's one when he goes up to the punks or is, uh, I swear when he goes up to the punks when he's naked yeah but he doesn't ask for their clothes they just stab him and then he kills him doesn't he yeah oh okay maybe you're right I need your boots the, the lines from uh... oh fuck I don't know it's all a blur <laughs> <laughs> the scene of the police station up when he takes out all the police is fucking phenomenal oh mate I love you that could, you could argue that I'm like watch it now T-1000, Robert Patrick, is fucking creepy as balls as well. The, the, you know, the, the, that's, a, that's a stalking robot. Yeah, but it the was... Run in. Like, Terminator was the first yeah. one where it's like... Where it was like... I, I watched that film not knowing that he was a robot. And I'd fucking have a time machine to go and watch that again and not know. <laughs> yeah. Just because it's just like... it's. I was just like, oh, he's just a fucking guy. Like a, it's that like eighties grungy like synthy pop yeah type yeah like world they're in like you yeah, know yeah like like, like, and, uh, yeah. like when the eye scene as well like fucking crazy yeah and it's just like, but, but then like Paul said the end scene it was just like he's just won't give up and he's crawling you're like how the fuck are they gonna get away from this I'll tell, I'll tell you what we we could watch we could do that we could do yeah, that as a move for the vault definitely work will be up for that talking about Tom Terminator. Go on then, Matt. What's you got? <laughs> oh, shit. This is my final one, I'll be honest, guys. Um, yeah, but, yeah, too. And this one, I don't think that you... Maybe you might have seen it or you might not have seen it. Have you guys ever watched a film, and I watched this when I was way too fucking young, called Demon Seed from 1977? It's not... No, no I don't know what you're fucking talking about. Demon Seed. I have not, right? And that's been... I was... I nearly picked this a couple of months ago for a movie from the vault. And when I was doing my research for this, <laughs> this came up. And fucking hell, Matt. <laughs> I don't know if I should actually say anything. Maybe we should save it for a movie from the vault. I've never seen it. Have you seen it, Butcher? No, no, I've never fucking heard of the thing. Right, don't it's say it. Nin- 1977. Don't read it. Don't read it. Don't read it, Paul, honestly. Horror. So basically, without any spoilers, um, the the house is a, a technology kind of house 
that is like an AI in a house, a bit like, you know, um, what's his name from 2001 Space Odyssey? Hal, a bit like a Hal. And um, some strange shit goes on. This is interesting because obviously we talk about Stephen King a lot, but there's that his other counter, Maximum Overdrive, Dean, Dean Koontz, who doesn't get enough love really. Yeah. Um, but this is a Dean Koontz novel. That's quite interesting. Um, yeah, no, I'll be that because it's the sort of poster that I'm looking at now. What Demon is, Seed? Yeah, that says Julie Christie carries the Demon Seed. I don't know yeah. if that's the fucking one you're talking about, but like it reminds me of like in Seminoid. Uh, which is another and it, like i wonder if like it's around the same time in seminoid extra all that sort of weird shit <laughs> i didn't know it's written by dean coons yeah but mate it's fucking crazy it's a crazy film but don't read any don't keep reading all right, all right stop, stop. If it, it, it'll spoil the the end and okay you do that. i think you should just go and maybe we'll watch it sometime well, you should pick next time. You have to see if we can. Fu- you have to dig it out. See if you can fucking find the bastard. Oh Christ! <laughs> I think it's on Shudder. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, that'll be interesting. What's my pick? <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like there's some uh, good ones. Other good ones out there. When we talk about upgrade and stuff like that. That is probably mm. one of the one of the great, the the most, the modern. That was like 2015, wasn't it, Matt? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that was a cracking movie and has some incredible. Um, like technology horror stalking that sort of thing fucking awesome that suit yeah uh, honorable mentions paul <laughs> uh ed 209 in robocop ed t- and robocop <laughs> ed 209 he is fucking scary as fuck man he just like yeah that scared me when i was a kid as well fucking crazy hardware the, the robot from heart is it hardware that's pretty crazy I mean, how from 2000, like you said that, how from 2000 yeah. Space Odyssey was. The ultimate bastard. The ultimate bastard. <laughs> what are you doing, David? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, we, we haven't even mentioned uh, Chopping Ball. <laughs> Killbots and Chopping Ball. Oh, the Killbots. And we're going to get some more Chopping Ball, which is fucking great. Or Willy's Wonderland or Banana Splits. Those two movies like, that came out pretty much back to back well what about your santa claus from christmas bloody christmas oh fuck yeah that would have been that would have really actually been top of my list probably <laughs> now uh yeah you've got westworld as well fucking old uh your brenner from westworld that was fucking crazy the reveal of that that's technology and horror get it right it can be so fucking cool it can it yeah. can indeed any other honorable mentions before we move on no. Really poor. I think you should do that for your homework this week. Chopping more. Okay. Chopping more. <laughs> Chopping more. Will not disappoint. <laughs> um, right. Um, okay, cool. Uh, let's move on to our movie from the vault. Good evening, Walnut Lake Shoppers. It's closing time. Star will be closing in 15 minutes. But the night crew still has work to do. Oh my god, we're gonna get in so much trouble. Because there's one last customer who isn't satisfied. No. This creep keeps calling her, he's driving us nuts. Leave me alone. He wants to slash their prices. <gasps> Who's there? He wants to cut their inventory. <gasps> You're crazy! In fact, he wants to chop. 
until they all drop. I saw him kill Linda. And now he's turning their retail store. There's gonna be one more killing here tonight. Into a wholesale slaughterhouse. Okay, so this week's movie from the vault was my pick, and I went through. Should I? I saw this a, a couple of episodes ago, and I was keeping it. So uh, it is called The Intruder. So a really brief synopsis from 1989: the overnight stock crew of a local supermarket find themselves being stalked and slashed by a mysterious maniac. So we have never seen this before, guys. No. Nope, never nope. even heard of it until we nope. uh, really did it. So. So, uh, directed by Scott Spiegel, who is a friend with Sam Raimi, and starring Sam Raimi and Ted Raimi, and a bunch of other people. What did you think? Butch? Um, I liked it, in a weird, uh, in a weird way. Um, it was sort of like, it's, it's all reminding me of, like, they had a fucking location, um, and that, and they thought, right, we've got to make a horror movie in here. We've got, we've got this. Let's build a horror movie. Let's practice our special effects. Um, special effects by Greg Nicotero and Robert Kurtzman. Yeah, it's just, that? It's sort of just and Howard like, Berger as well. It's oh, just, sorry. It's oh, all just Howard. looked like an excuse to go and have fun. <laughs> it looked like an excuse to go and have fun. There was barely a plot um, to the fucking thing, but like. You know, it started really fucking really weird with a this stupid fight in a supermarket. Um, no, I was just nothing to carry on. Sorry, I just thought we were going to do like blurbs and then get into it, but carry yeah. on. Um, hang on. Yeah, it was just just fucking weird and looked like and like loads of it, just wacky kills and stuff like that that we haven't really seen in any other fucking movies. You know, there's definitely a hook in the puss moment in this, in this movie. Like there was quite a lot of like weird and wonderful ways to, to kill people. So I just think they just had fun. They looked like they just had fun fucking doing special effects and they wouldn't, and they were pretty good to be honest. So yeah, yeah, that's my thoughts. What? I, I fucking, uh, you're right. I had no fucking plot whatsoever. Like literally, I was, I was just like, I was like, is there any plot? And, I, and it's a shame there wasn't any plot because I think that would have made it a fucking lot better for me. And I could see this game re- fucking. You could remake this in a heartbeat. But when you got like, like you said, Robert Kurtzman, Greg Nicotero, Howard Berger, you got starring Ted Raimi, uh, starring Sam Raimi. Raimi, it's just like fucking come on mate it's just like but what it makes up what it lacks in plot it makes up in special effects because those effects were fucking brilliant because at the start for our oh, shit it's going to be a load of crap off screen kills and it's going to be made for like 10 year olds but then it just keeps going and going and it's just like fucking loved it yeah loved the kills more inventive more just fu- like i said the fun just having fun doing what they do best one for the boys <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad, lads, because I sat there thinking, 
these two are going to love this. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually quite had fun with it. You're right, no plot whatsoever. Bunch of people stuck in a supermarket. The worst supermarket in the world as well, because after you get off the shop floor, it's like a fucking dungeon. Health and, and safety also, been around there in a while. So, the, the, well, the plot, if there is any. So there's a girl working there. She's got a boyfriend that comes in, ex-boyfriend, obviously. She's got a out bit of jail. Like, yeah, bit of a nutter, treats her like shit, whacks her around, obviously. In in her job, comes in and yeah. smacks her around in front of her, her fucking colleagues. And then after the audacity, he asks for his fucking change back. <laughs> <laughs> but like, and then and then you've got the the supermarket owners um, that are selling the supermarket off. Now, and they've told them all, you know, you're going to fucking lose your jobs in like literally a week. And and then they just go off and carry on working. I'm Get like, work. why don't you fucking bother? <laughs> like they're they're stacking up stuff. They're making fucking ribs. They're fucking cleaning li- the counter. <laughs> yeah, and they're literally just stealing all the stock that I reckon they probably just did in the real film. Like actually just took loads of shit, like popping cans of fucking Pepsi all over the place. And the product placement in this fucking movie. I know it's a supermarket, but fuck me. <laughs> like, it must have got, got like some 40s. Sort of- must have got some dollar off it. Yeah, oh, poor, poor old fucking um, uh, um, which one was it? I can't remember if it's um, Ted or Sam. I think it's Sam when he gets fucking launched into a Pepsi stand, like minding <laughs> his own business, like just gets thrown into a Pepsi stand. It's fucking hilarious. Yeah, because Ted Ted Ramey was the one there with the meat. In yeah, the geeky fucking yeah meat seller dude. But it was just, it was just ridiculous. Like on the hunt, we all think that the boy, you know, you know, you loosely you think the boyfriend's the one who's offering everyone, but you you know that it's probably not him. And there's some weird fights still that he's hanging around like a goon out the back, and hit, and then there's like weird hammer fights and stuff like that. Just moments of pure madness, basically. And then you know she's getting off with one of them anyway. Then I thought they were going to start shagging on the on the I counter. Thought, I, I was fully expecting shagging on the counter, especially with the little. Was he playing with himself through the little house? I think he was having a fucking wank. I yeah, really do. I think he was looking through the cabinet, and it, for one minute he was like, like, yeah, tugging, having a little tug. That was the boss, right? No, I don't think it was no, the no, boss. It was the, it? One of the just one of the dudes. And then he gets. A, I mean, the, the, some of Bless the kills... them, they, they, they tried to give him kind of edges, and they like the dude, the surfer dude guy, that's a bit like, oh yeah, dude, and then like sort of the you hero know, bloke. Yeah, Ted Raimi's the geek that like is fucking a bit geeky, just didn't quite land in it. It's like I, for a minute I was like, oh, I thought that guy's just got killed, but he looks exactly the same as the other guy that cracked on with her. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! No, he's still alive. <laughs> So the first kill in this was around slicing a melon. That was the first the first kill. Was it? I thought the girl that goes the girl in the boot, wasn't it? Which is an Can't. Estevez, by may I add? Did you know? Oh yeah, that? yeah, yeah. She is an Estevez. She's an Estevez. Yeah. They're not done much else after that, but really, I had a look at the um, IMDb. Yeah, so did I. There was a hammer for the head. We get we get one through the eye. Which was good. I always like seeing one through the eye. Oh, that's the old. They never have them in nowadays. Nah. The old paper kind of. Um, put your, put your memos on. Yeah. 
stab him on. But I, yeah, I, see, I, I seem to remember there was another movie where they used that as a prop as well for not even it was a even I think it remember it going through a hand into the eye. Yeah. I can't remember the goddamn movie. But I could see it, but yeah, I, I, like, yeah, I vaguely remember something like that because it was dangerous. <laughs> yeah, that's what. Why do you think they don't fucking have them nowadays? Fall on that fucker, you're dead, mate. There was uh, there. So t- poor Ted Raimi lost his um, lost uh, lost it to a knife to the head. Yeah, that was quite good. That <laughs> yeah, dropped his fucking good. earphones in half as well. Yeah, poor bastard. Just listening to some music. Music was fun. Um, this was a shame. Knife in the beer. But it had some great like that's what that was your mate who got in, in into the uh, beer. It wasn't Pepsi. He got into the beer and it sprayed everywhere. Yeah, and then the blood yeah. was the blood spray was fucking fantastic. So you know, you can imagine him having fun. But this this one was good. The hydraulic press one. When oh he put, yeah. That's the the, that was squashing the, the boxes. Yeah, and it's like, fuck. That's, good. that's a nasty bit of equipment, isn't it? Nasty head pop. Yeah, they done really well with that. And that, that was, was a dude stoner, wasn't it? Yeah, dude. dude. Didn't, give, didn't really give up much of a fight, did he? He's like, no. <laughs> if your head was going to get put in a fucking hydraulic fucking like squishing thing, you'd give a bit of a fight. But yeah, it's really but, interesting this because like, remember Fear Street and remember the the old bread cutter scene. Mm. So that was kind of like again, that was a, a horror movie with some kills in a supermarket. So. We loved that scene with the bread cutter because it was out of fucking no left field. Mm. In this one, they had the raw, you know, that raw sort of materials, and they did one with the bone cutter and cut right through his face. I thought that was so well done. Mm. Fuck. Do you know what I liked about that as well, Paul? When they put his head back on, once you found his body, and he'd obviously put his head back on, but off to one side. I thought that was really clever. Just yeah. that little touch, I thought was really good. But yeah, that was fucking brutal. That. That was a really weirdly you know is that's that sort of moment in the movie where the sort of like um the sort of final girl is running through and discovering all her dead colleagues and stuff <laughs> like that around the supermarket <laughs> it's like how have you missed everything that's going on oh fucking hell and then uh, does she think her boyfriend did it or you know here comes this here comes the uh the twist <laughs> oh um, I, I don't remember it what was it <laughs> You, uh, you can see it a mile off, though, couldn't you? You haven't even talked about um, old um, Sam Raimi getting a hook in the mush. Oh, hook yeah. In the mush. Sorry, I forgot the hook in the mush. I thought that was quite good. Like, I mean, the way he was like, hanging around as well, it looked, really fucking good. It looked like he was actually there. I was teeing that one up at the start, you know, with the hook in the purse. I thought you boys would... Hook uh, in the mush. Jumped yeah. on that one. Hook in the mush. Did, did you recognise... Did you see a shot of a magazine at one point on the stand? Or escort? No, I missed that. No. <laughs> um, Electric there, blue. There's a wrestling mag with, with uh, Sting on it. Well, yeah, oh yeah, that got shown a couple of times, didn't it? it? Got, yeah. That flash, they, that yeah, that's what it went more than once. They used that like yeah. that cut. It must be a big Sting wrestling fan or something. It must be because it's just like so <laughs> Sting, <laughs> Sting. <laughs> All right, there's another another picture of Sting. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah, sorry, back to the, the, the story twist. Is, is it Bob? Bob, the guy that's Bill? getting made, Bill, 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 that's getting paid off. Yeah. So, he owned, so you sort of get a little bit of backstory, don't you? That he Bill opened Roberts. the store. He opened the store and then he brought a partner on who was the other boss. And then 
whatever happened, they now sold it because they were either in debt or it was the best thing for it or whatever. The building was getting yeah. knocked down or something. So he was having to sell the grocery store and he didn't want to. And then he went mental. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just but like, but proper... what I really love, I, I really love the bit where he's just like fucking running around with one of their heads, which I thought was another good bit where she thinks it's one of the employees and when she runs up to him, it's his, he's just got his fucking head there. And then when he runs after her, she knocks some toilet rolls over and this fucking hilarious bit, he just walks down the aisle. He's like, oh, puts the head down, picks up the toilet rolls, puts them back on the shelf. And re-merchandises it. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't he use That's the head? I would do if I was in the shop. <laughs> if I knock something over, I'd be like, oh, stop it and just put these CDs back in place. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> Move on. Didn't he use the head to on Craig as well? Wasn't he beating him around, the, beating him yeah, up? Yeah. I thought he beat him to death with a severed head. Yeah, that was fucking great. There were some like little cheesy one-liners at the fucking end as well, like "suck on this" and on this. just like. But the overinflated ending was fantastic, and like it was just that, the phone box bit was fucking oh, but really fucking like it was so stabby. I don't like stabby shit like that. <laughs> like in confined spaces, like stabbing at someone is just ah, oh, it's really well done and it's yeah. fucking horrible. But they got blamed for it. He fucking pinned yeah, it all on Bruce them. Trump, Bruce Campbell turns off. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Bruce Campbell turns off. Hastings. Yeah. It's always the less, got a <laughs> the less bumbling police than the first two that turned up. Oh, yeah. They were great. The old the old policemen. <laughs> got out his card. Oh, I'll give you my card. Oh, oh, that's not my card. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, where was Sam Raimi's car? It was outside, wasn't it? There must have been Sam Raimi's car was outside. There's always in, it's always in the movie. Oh, the yeah, yeah, the car. Mu- yeah, it must have been. It must have sure. been outside. I think it must where she was crawling under it, maybe. That must have maybe been that it. was. But yeah, it was just a, a fucking special effects sort of masterclass. I thought, just go in and have some fun. Let's go. Just give you boys, mate. We got a supermarket. We're gonna do some weird fucking shit. You got a plot? Nah, we just blag it. <laughs> you just need a bone cutter. Yeah. <laughs> and some lucky charms. Away we go. Fucking hey. Good fun. Loads, loads of product placement. Yeah, man. Have you got any um Matt's facts? Yeah, I have. There wasn't there wasn't hundreds and hundreds, believe it or not. And I thought there's just gonna be fucking shit loads. Mm. Like loads of really interesting bits, but um, the ones I did get are quite interesting anyway. So the film was shot in an actual grocery store in Bow, California, during the evenings when the store was closed. Ooh, very, um, very much like Clerks. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Campbell, Sam Raimi, and Ted Raimi were all heavily promoted by Paramount as the stars of the film, and their names feature prominently on the video and DVD artwork. None of them are actually the stars of the picture. <laughs> I mean, they're in it, but not the stars, I suppose. Um, the film was originally entitled The Night Crew, uh, but distributors felt that the film would be more marketable if it was given a more generic slasher movie title, so it was released as The Intruder. Um, at one point in pre-production, uh, Toby Hooper, Hooper was um, originally set to direct, which is quite interesting. Um, director Scott Spiegel originally thought of having the final shot um, go all the way down Jennifer's throat and inside her body to her heart, and the movie would end on a freeze frame as the heart stopped beating. I think that what? Would probably, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is quite funny. So di- director Scott Spiegel cameos in the film. Did you know where he pops up? Sting. <laughs> is, he the, is he the guy, the customer that gets knifed in the back? No. He is the ill-fated bread man that turns up at the end. Well, that's all <laughs> <right>. <laughs> Yeah. The bread man, yeah. Which I thought was quite funny. He's all like, knocks on the floor, <laughs> fucking stabbed in the back. Oh, yeah, God. how the fuck did he get round the, there so quickly? <laughs> it's his shop, Paul. He knows all the shortcuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, the name Bill Roberts is used in the the head in the hand hamburger in the other story is uh, used in Raising Arizona. Bill Roberts is also the name of the store co-owner slash killer who tells the same story twice in this film. Um, the body count is nine, Bad. including the presumed dead Bill. If he's dead. Intruder too, mate. The guy's still alive. <laughs> he could come back. Come, come back, back and, and open a brand new store. But this now Audi there. or a Lidl. Yeah, it's a Lidl. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Or it could be a toy shop. He's branched out to now a toy shop. Oh, Murdering all the people in the toy shop. Or a HMV, finds, Matt. You've already got one. Megan and they have this like mask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Love this one. Thought it was fucking fantastic. Yeah, really, really decent. Fun. Really decent. Um, good pick, man. <laughs> and it was nice to see a film that we all haven't seen. Yeah, for a change. So rarely. I won't. You won't be. I won't be so generous with my pick in, in a bit. To be honest. Are we gonna. <laughs> are we gonna rate this bad boy then? Yeah, you start, Matt. I think I'll give this an eight. I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I've, I've enjoyed I've, it. I've forgot to say about the fucking music. It was badass. Yeah, music was badass. Definitely. Really good music. Better than the plot. <laughs> Better than the plot. <laughs> Yeah, eight, eight for me. Don't matter. Don't need a plot. Just some fucking good ass kills and and yeah, just a slasher, just doing what slashers should be doing. It sort of fits in that really cool sort of realm and, and between like eighty five and like early nineties and stuff like that where they sort of took it a little bit more serious. This is great. Slapstick, loved it. Yeah, eight for me, lads. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thought the kills were great. Um. Yeah, from start, leave your brain at the door and just enjoy the ride. So, yeah, really, really good. So That is an easy maths for me. Draw one last breath, eight out of ten. Fantastic. Intruder, great start to the year. <laughs> go on, right. Paul. What you got for us, Butch? Come on. <laughs> Do you know what? Santa's Slayer 2. I am going to try and pull it back a bit because I haven't watched this movie in ages and my partner wants to watch it with me too. So, it'd be um, quite... Partner? Not... She's not called partner anymore, mate. Fiance, sorry. Um, but yeah, we're going to watch uh, Event Horizon. Ooh. Yes. So, but unfortunately, we won't be able to watch the uh, the director's cut because obviously that doesn't exist anyway. So we won't get to see the the blood orgy. That it goes somewhere, apparently. Does it? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, one it's day. About somewhere. If someone could find that and then we could watch that no, blood no orgy scene, which they, they said get destroyed in like a fire or something, wasn't it? Yeah, they say that, but they, 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 people reckon they've got it on like somewhere somewhere like knocking about on tapes and stuff like that too disgusting like. for the test audiences i have it on blu-ray so i'm gonna i'll dust the blu-ray copy off and uh is it on anything netflix oh good no excellent what be able to watch it in your your 4k <laughs> cracking so there we go. Sound on. I, i'm looking for i haven't seen it in years we talked about it not loads of times loads of scenes and stuff like that 
So yeah, Sam Neil, Lawrence Fishburne, fucking Event Horizon. Can't bloody wait. Larry. <laughs> I'm not saying Larry again. Um, so that's cool. That's the end of the episode. So thanks everyone for listening and continue to listening and enjoy 2023 and everything that's going to be happening. Um, on to episode 122, we will be looking for our main review which there's a couple me and matt are going to go and watch unwelcome um uh, which is like an irish folk horror and um, if paul can find it in ireland yeah hopefully <laughs> i should be able to find it in ireland but you never know that might be one but there's a couple of other treats that are about shudders smashing them out at the moment so all oh, the layer is out i know we won't be doing that as a as a view but the layer is out at the end of january so that'd be fucking cool um and then i i just we'll offer off some to scream about in search darkness part three is out so we'll be reviewing a uh, couple of years an episode for the next five months <laughs> however long it takes us. um and i just pulled the movie out of the vault event horizon and there's only one more thing to say when there's no more room in hell here's another podcast i am the devil and i am here to do the devil's work you can follow us on twitter at draw one last instagram at draw one last breath or pop us an email at draw one last breath pod at hotmail.com. <laughs>